Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. To the end zone! Touchdown! Take Dell! CJ Stroud! From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. that yesterday not for you because you caught all kinds of bullets i know for being like my point stands they can't finish games defensively i made a comment well what john's referring to here i gotta switch the internets that i use um i said and i meant this in a positive way this is this is positive after the texans gave up yet another touchdown under uh with under a minute to go to lose a lead this year, this has now happened uh, three of the last four games. I said, this feels a lot, and it really just dawned on me at the time. I said, man, this feels a lot like the Texans' 2010 season where they had some talent but kept finding ways to lose. They won 11 to 12 games the next two seasons, headed in the right direction but still haven't finished out how to, to uh, still haven't figured out how to finish a game. This is right after the touchdown that <clears throat> they got the win and, uh, or that got the lead. It, Tampa's touchdown. Tampa's right touchdown. And so I don't like that still stands. The defense, three or four games. Well, they did not, finish the game, though. No, but they haven't You didn't finished. say defensively. No, no, no. To finish a game, you have a lead and you finish it. And they, the other team can't beat you. That That's what coaches mean when they say finish a game. You lead and then you, you shut it down. That, that's what it means. You either go on a long drive, you eat out the clock, you victory formation, or you stop the other team. You didn't stop the other team. You can't. Yeah. You can't stop the other team in the last minute. But C.J. Stroud was on one of the one of the great heaters, actually, of all time. And it's not just rookie. Like, I've got stats that I tweeted out from NFL News and Research. C.J. Stroud is on one of the, one of the real heaters um, yesterday. For example... 30 of 42, 470 yards, five touchdown passes, and 147 quarterback rating. I went against that in fantasy football. I had no chance of winning. Yeah. C.J. Stroud was too powerful indeed. 41 points against me. I wasn't going to beat that. But the most passing yards by a rookie in a single-game history, that's C.J. Stroud now by 37 yards. It was here. It's his career highs and completion percentage, uh, 71.4 passing yards, passing touchdowns, and pass ratings across the board. Most passing yards in a single game by a rookie in NFL history, followed by Andrew Luck at 433, Cam Newton 432, Ryan Tannehill 431, the great Ryan Tannehill. It is um, the most passing yards in a single game by rookie. Okay, only rookie with 400 passing yards and four passing touchdowns and no interceptions in a single game in all time. That's never happened also. And the third most passing yards and tied for second most passing touchdowns in a game in Texans history. Um, third most passing yards. Yeah, Matt Schaub. Schaub had a, had a big two. Schaub yeah. one and two. Schaub's one and two. Schaub was one of those the Denver game or no Seattle. I think he had a big one he, where they won in overtime. overtime. Games. 
I, remember, I was at the overtime game well, in 12. This is the most passing yards in a regular in a reg- season. In, yeah, in regulation. Um, all of Stroud's five touchdowns were against zone coverage in week nine. Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes are the only other players with five passing touchdowns against zone coverage in a single game. Stroud has the fifth most passing yards by a rookie in their first eight starts. Andrew Luck, Cam Newton, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, really? and He's then C.J. Stroud. Isn't that shocking? Yeah. Yeah. Behind, remember now, he had like 140 last game. So, But this is still 470. I mean, you would think this, this kind of catches him up. But, yeah, he's bare, behind Joe Burrow by two yards, behind Justin uh, Herbert by by less than 100 yards. Cam Newton, he's behind him by 123 yards. And then Andrew Luck is a rookie. They were always behind. That's yeah, 134 yeah. yards. Well, much like Andrew Luck, his rookie year, they can't run the football. No. They just can't, and it's amazing, amazing that he's doing what he, and especially his second half, his second half was perfect. His last drive was perfect. He was perfect. He was perfect. I mean, he didn't complete all of his passes, but he had a perfect passer rating. Second half passer rating, last drive passer rating, you can't be any better than C.J. was. And he's doing it without any running game. I mean, no running game. <clears throat> and and going up against the defense that you saw, there were some creative blitz packages out there. The big mistake that Todd Bowles made, a lot of coordinators made, is he didn't heat C.J. Stroud up in the last drive. And C.J. Stroud just I mean, C.J. just but, threw. But, but, but how is Tank Dell open on the yeah. side? Now, now, he threw up the perfect ball. He threw some balls that were like the top Pat Brady were like Aaron Rodgers were no. like perfect John, perfect football. He has this has been the point since he was before he was drafted when we were talking about it. I was amazed by his ball placement. And I'm talking about things like swing passes where he puts it out in front of the wide the running back so he can catch it on the run. His placement is phenomenal. It's truly great. And you look at Joe Burrow, you look at Aaron Rodgers, you look at Tom Brady. Uh, one of those guys has an incredible arm talent. The other guys, Brady developed his better. And Joe's just kind of, you know, Joe beats you with timing and accuracy yeah. and placement yeah. and all that stuff. C.J. Stroud is, C.J. Stroud's ball placement yesterday was brilliant. And, yes, Tank Tank just got open in between levels How? of the zone. How? He just found zone holes. And on the sideline to stop the clock. I mean, well, <laughs> his toe drag. So one of the things that popped up about him in time in, in, uh, in tape watching Tank Tank Dell's footwork in the end zone and near sidelines was incredible at University of Houston. I've never seen a young receiver with that feel for the sideline ever and tape. Like he always knows where the sideline is and was always dotting the sideline. Always. And he did it again. And he dragged it with plenty of room to spare. At first I'm like, I don't know if he has enough room. Oh, it's Tank Dell. Of yep. course he'll make this. Right. The two catches for Tank Dell. Um, C.J. Stroud to Tank Dell, that is a special, special combination. It really is. Here is D'Amico talking about the lack of run game, and still C.J. is doing what he's doing. The run game isn't quite where we wanted it to be. You think? Almost if it's not so. there, we still we have a guy who can really throw it and make some plays. So if that's a strength of ours and we have to play to that, then that's what we'll do. The biggest thing is just about moving the football, and whatever it takes to move the football, that's what we'll do. If we can't run it, Right, if we're not running it and executing it well, and we have a young guy we can rely on to throw the ball, and he showed that today. Wow! But you, can you continue to lean on him like they're leaning on him? 
Honestly. Uh, what, can we expect this to be... Have you the, looked at the schedule? Him to do this? I mean... Have you looked at the schedule? 53 yards on the ground. Yeah, you got the Bengals next. Good luck. Well, you're going to be thrown anyway. Yeah. You know that anyway. And they now they have a much better defense. Yeah. They got a pass rush. Yeah. Like, it's... it's you know, they did a good job defensively against the Bills. That's that's a tough one. You're not beating the Bengals. But, you know, you feel like you have a chip in the chair with C.J. Stroud now, and especially with Tank Delbeck. Tank makes such an enormous impact on you. You can't win that game without Tank Dell no. yesterday. You 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 just you don't have a chance. Forget just the two plays. Don't forget there was the other touchdown that we haven't even mentioned where C.J. dropped it in a bucket on that throw on the double move. I mean, those are three monster catches for Tank Dell. You can't, you can't win that game without Tank Dell, and I mean that from the fact that forget all the catches he had. I mean, that's that's part of who he's going to be. But Tank Dell just gives a dimension to the offense that Mechie was never going to give you even when he was drafted. Nico Collins doesn't give you. There's no one that gives you the element that Tank Dell gives you. Yeah. Nobody. It's so fun. And I'm starting to worry a little bit about, like, I'm so excited to see him on punt returns and kick returns, but he's such a diminutive little fella, and he gets hit so hard sometimes, and I'm starting to think, man, I would only use him when you absolutely need a big play. That's, you know, because he's so valuable as a receiver. I would hate to see him miss any more time. No, 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 no. He's, listen, he didn't ever, he never missed at University of Houston, never missed a practice. He can take some, but, but he also knows how to get away from some, some hits as well. So the game winning drive, they score, what, 46 seconds left on the clock. And here come, here comes CJ out on the field. I honestly thought, you know what? They, they look good today. Second half, they played well. Oh, well, another game, just like last week, where yeah. they, couldn't, they couldn't stop them. Oh, well, you know what? This is a learning process, blah, blah, blah. And CJ said no. And when they came out and hit Dalton Schultz a couple of times, and they used those timeouts. Well, they had to use the timeout on the first six- or seven-yard pass. Right. And there's 39 but seconds they, left. But, but, but that, was, that was smart. With 46 oh. seconds left. No, you left, had to. You had to. And here's CJ taking us through every play on that drive. From the first play, I mean, we ran out there, and I had complete confidence. Um, I knew that we needed a touchdown. We had two timeouts, which was, which was huge. Um, and really, when you start in a two-minute situation, which we only have 46 seconds, you just want to get it started. Uh, Dawn did a great job of being, being greedy and taking a lot of yardage and on that little shallow route, and we started it, and we called timeout. The next one, I think I checked it down maybe to him again, and we ran bounds, called a timeout again. And then Noah... Uh, I kind of gave him a little nugget because um, we were going a little deeper, and I wanted him just to get the ball and, and just get yak. And so I told him, like, hey, go short a little bit on this. And he did a great job and great body language. Threw it to Noah. Next play, run the out route to Tank. Great catch. I honestly don't even know where I put it because I got hit, and I just, like, looked up, and everybody was cheering. So I was like, all right, we completed it. Um, then the next play, we just had put that in on sideline. So Bobby did a great job of just filling the, the tempo of the game and filling what we, we probably needed and had a play we ain't worked on since training camp. And uh, literally, you, I know the tank was na- – I mean, the tank's route was nasty. I didn't get to watch it. I just threw it. Um, but I just had to take care of the safety. Um, they were in quarters. Um, once the safety buys by the inside route, I throw the outside route. And his job is to beat the corner. And um, the Texans win. So um, that drive, man, it, it was special. And that's something in this league I'm learning, man. You got to be great two-minute. Um, and for me, I just want the ball. Just give me the ball. Call the play, and I'm going to go make the play. So I'm, I'm happy with the win. You know, he's got some warm moon elements. When I think back at Houston – Houston quarterbacks. There's not been a lot of great quarterbacks for the Houston uh, football franchises, but Warren Moon had an ability. But this is like it's almost 
I don't know. He just he feels like he's got a chance to be better than Warren, and uh, and Warren was a very good quarterback. I you know oh, I defended him. Yeah, Warren was a, was a great quarterback. Um, he just talked about it quarters coverage, and he said I had to take care of the safety. What he means is I just got to keep my eyes yeah. in a certain area, keep the safety where Look he needs up. to be right. to keep that window open. That's just tank. I mean, that's just C.J. Stroud telling you, you know, and and this is what quarterbacks do. This this shouldn't he shouldn't get credit for doing what a quarterback's supposed to do. But it does tell you that he knows the game. He's thinking the game. He's, instead of panicking and and eyeballing everything like he did for much of his final season at Ohio State, he's become much better because I'm doing a ride, I'm doing a video of him today for NFL on the shorts. One thing I notice is he's doing a much better job of keeping linebackers and safeties where they're supposed to be. Like his eyes are getting trained. And what about the job Bobby Slowick did yesterday? He just talked about him getting to a play that they haven't even worked on since camp. That's great recall for Bobby Sloak. I mean, what a feel for the play calling for Bobby Sloak. Yeah, as well. no, Bobby, Bobby picked it up after last week was, hey, they said we got to take shots down the field. What'd they do? They have to get chunk plays. What'd they do? They talked about it, how, what the things that they needed to change, and they changed, and they did it. And big ups, big ups. What a fun, what a fun time to have a football team that's actually – and you know what? It's fun again, as opposed to the Bill O'Brien days, as opposed to the – the last two years with with terrible football. This is fun again. It, it, if nothing else, we're we're just having fun watching this football team and, and rooting for them. They're so. This is a team that is so. It's likable as for, as opposed to Texans team as teams in the past. This is a likable team with D'Amico, with CJ, with just just about everybody. They're all likable. All right, breaking it here. You want to get in, 713-780-3776. What did you learn this weekend in one sentence? That's a half hour away. So get what you learned this weekend in one sentence in a half hour. Uh, got Have it ready for us. Right now, though, we got to talk about tequila. Maestro de Bell. Pregnant pause. Let it settle in. Just like a little sip of Cristalino Maestro de Bell. You let it sit there for a second. You get the flavor uh, profile, the complexities. <clears throat> Maestro Bell is really phenomenal. It's terrific because of the way that it's created, the way it's blended, the way it's aged. The entire process creates a a tequila. And when I say a tequila, like a brand of tequila, there's Cristalino, which is something they invented. That's a category they invented that others are now copying. Um, they have the Reposado. They have the Añejo. They have the silver. They have a smoke silver. They have the Añejo Extra Cristalino, which is an expensive bottle that is a beautiful tequila, the best I've ever I've ever sipped. Uh, but this is a chance for you to experience it for yourself. You sh- I just want you to to head in the next time you go to your, your liquor store. You don't have to make a special trip if you don't want to. And ask for Maestro de Bell by name. And try it out. And tell me what you think. I think you're, you're going to find that you keep this on your liquor shelf moving forward because it's that kind of tequila really really a a a a high-end tequila with a very reasonable price and this is your chance to experience it for yourself whether it's in margaritas cocktails or just for sipping never a burn always smooth maestro de bell espn 97.5 and 92.5 hey what happened and every time something go wrong i would look at the camera and say hey what happened Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man. 
I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. All right. Um, so the offensive line. Let's talk. Let's touch a minute on the offensive line. Can't open up a hole. I mean, their their best run was by you know a rookie coming around on a on a sweep on a, a reverse. Oh, Hutchinson. Yeah. Xavier Hutchinson on the reverse. That was their best run of the day, and and it seems like that's that's the only thing that's. Getting I was watching anything. close. I'm telling you. So Dieter wasn't good. Titus Howard wasn't good. Laramie Tunsil wasn't good. Laramie uh, had some issues in pass pro, but really from a run blocking standpoint, it just wasn't. He just wasn't very good. I didn't even watch the right side much because they try to run left a lot more. But and yet and then and yet pass. So it's difficult because. You know, you know they're going to pass in that last drive. They they keep him clean. Mm-hmm. Now he did he did get hit on the plays, but he was absolutely had enough time, obviously, because he did make the throws. So their pass blocking has been, been fine, good. Mm-hmm. It's been good. Here's CJ talking about challenging the offensive line. CJ D'Amico. Uh CJ number fifteen. I'm yeah. sorry. Do you do six? Oh, this was fi- that's meant fifteen. Oh, that, means- <laughs> that doesn't mean John six. held up a one that's and a five. One five. It's not six. It's one. If you hold five. the thumb up, is mean that's a six. If you hold the thumb, yeah, up. yeah, thumb. Yeah. Is, you don't you don't know the the signals. Yeah, yeah the signal. You is- gotta learn to listen. Josh Dobbs knows the plays better than you. Okay, Josh and he just got there. RJ would never. RJ, mm. RJ would be okay. <laughs> RJ would be playing it off that other computer and it would stutter for a couple seconds and then restart it. That's what he RJ did would do, do everything off that. Computer. He did. Yeah. He did he so here it. is CJ Stroud talking about the offensive line. I told them boys up front, like, man, if y'all give me just a little time, I'm, I'm gonna make them pay. And I know they, they didn't get, just give me a little time; they gave me a lot of time. So that helped a lot. Um, and I mean, that's that's our heartbeat of our team. We told them, like, I challenged them guys at the beginning of the week. And man, y'all are the heartbeat of this team. Like we move how our line moves. Like simple and plain as that. We have, I think, the best left tackle in the league, especially when it comes to p- pass blocking. Um, and then everybody else, like Titus, has, has filled into a new role. Dieter steps in. Shaq has been solid all year. George has been solid all year. Like uh, those guys up front are very special. And I told them boys, like we gonna go as far as y'all take us. Like uh, I, of course, I gotta make the plays and throw the ball where I gotta go. But I can't do none of that without y'all. So they had a great game. I think I only got sacked twice. And I appreciate those guys for just battling and fighting. And I just told them, like, man, we're going to we gonna go win this game. I don't know if y'all believe it or not, but I know I believe it. And I know y'all look at me in my eyes, y'all can tell. And so um, we went out there and we did it, man. And now we're 4-4. Four four. Can we talk about the value of playing to win a game? Because it's what, how many months ago were we complaining, or some of you were complaining, about Lovey Smith playing to win a football game? Oh, yeah, yeah last and, September. Yeah, yeah. And first not, game. no. The last game of the season. Oh, oh, yeah. If Lovey Smith, Lovey Smith does what everyone wanted him to do is not try. You've got that diminutive, diminutive little guy throwing two pick sixes yeah. on your roster as opposed to this guy who Lance said didn't trust because he had the brat hair. Um, another thing you might want to apologize for. So, yeah, I'm going to have to make a formal <laughs> apology to this. So the value of playing to win a football game, good karma, I would say. Yeah, you know – it is funny. Now, I do think Bryce Young will be a whole lot better with this in this offense, with this scheme, with this personnel, just everything around it. I mean, his left tackle would be Laramie Tunsil instead of Iki Aquanu, which Aquanu got the brakes beat off of him again by the Colts yesterday. It's bad. They're going to have to move him to guard pretty fast. But um, 
So I think I think Bryce Young would be a whole lot better. But regardless, this is why you don't. But this is why people always look back and say you don't fuss over. You, you, you don't worry about trying to tank and lose this. I can't believe we went. Now we went from the seventh pick to the fourth pick. Like, evaluate the talent properly, and you're fine, especially in the NFL. In the NBA, I get it. You know, there's only a certain amount unless, of high-impact players. Unless you're the Jets and you give away Trevor Lawrence for Zach Wilson. Well, yeah, now that's – well, that's – yeah, that was, that was a little different. But Bryce Young was never considered a generational talent. It was never – I mean, people may say that because they're hyperbole-ridden, but that's – but yeah, you're right. That's a very good point. Yeah. The the amount of, of teeth gnashing, now you could get to a point where you say, well, then the Will Anderson trade, you ended up trading away a bunch of picks. I know people will say that. But to your point, Dell, you play to, you win the game, you lose that on the first pick, and C.J. Stroud is now doing record-breaking things. Listen, they did the evaluation. A lot of us doubted C.J. Stroud as the number two overall pick. I'm one of them. I did not think C.J. Stroud would be this. Obviously not. They did their homework. They took the chance. They took the chance with Will Anderson. Big ups. Somebody tweeted out, said, if Cal, Big if Cal made them take, take C.J. Stroud, mm. then let him make every no, pick from now on. Well, okay, don't, let's not do no, 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 there's, you wanted Jerry Jones, but Jerry Cal. So one one team signed, made some questionable signings in the offseason, and one team made some great signings. And oh, by the way, the Rockets made some made a great signing in, in in what we thought was really really questionable and giving up let's eighty say, million. And so far, Dylan Brooks has been their best player. Let's say, and Van Vliet had a good game too. Let's save that for seven thirty because that deserves its own. Those next no. these last two games, they deserve their own little yeah. they, because they're. I mean, it's coming around quick, which, uh, by the way, I guaranteed you a win against Sacramento. You're welcome, Houston, on Friday. I guaranteed it. I, I even said lock. I said lock, and Dell's like, lock? Lock, yeah. Yeah, lock. Now, did I hit no, a three-teamer? Yeah, you were getting reckless. Yeah, I wasn't getting reckless. I thought it was a lock, and it was a lock. Now, did I hit a three-teamer like Gilbert, who gave you the Rangers, the Rockets, and the Texans? No. I didn't hit that three-teamer like well, Gilbert if, did. if you took the Texans minus the two-and-a-half, you got screwed. Okay. No, Gilbert only plays money lines. Oh, but Gilbert plays money lines. I see. So well. Oh, you mean when about, they? You mean about, when they? You mean all the when they knelt going for two? Yeah, knelt for on the two point conversion because they didn't want to screw it up so bad that it got returned for points. Can't you just throw a fade? <laughs> like, can't you just throw a fade in the end zone? Wow. Not that those points that really mattered. A lot of people. I bet. Yeah, but a lot you of could, people. Well, you could have made it a field goal, but I'm sure D'Amico's thinking. They do, there's not enough time to run a play to get a field goal. Right. They, no, six so seconds. Like, the only thing you could beat us is if we fumble, they pick it up and run for the two-point conversion, or we throw an interception. Right. But seriously, if you just run, if you just throw a fade route, what's the worst that can happen? Well, I don't even just snap if he fumbles the snap. Anything. Yeah, I mean, anything could happen, but um, so they didn't go for it. it but that's okay. Does D'Amico not know what the line is? Does D'Amico not care about his people? Is, is D'Amico a selfish head well, coach? D'Amico's already trying. He's like, look, I tried to get you two two other times. It didn't work. Finally, I had to kick an extra point with a running back. Yeah. When they were going for the twos, it was like, oh, oh no, 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 no. It wasn't an extra point. It was a field goal. Field goal. He yeah. kicked a field goal. It was a field goal, which which does beg the – well, the the field, the extra point's pretty long now. Yeah. The extra point is a long kick. Yeah. I don't blame them for going to. No, no, no. Your odds are probably better. But uh, Agunwale's – ability to hit good kickoffs yeah. for the most part yeah. and make a field goal that puts you ahead 
I mean, that was absolutely huge. It's crazy. It was crazy. What a what a game. There's so many, so many superheroes. How about the punter? What are you doing in practice? You can't what are you yeah, doing? What, you what are you, you doing? Kick at, for a living. Yeah, what are you doing at practice? I know. Do you know how many times I run in when I have to write up kickers or punters? They'll do both. Like they'll punt and kick for a team or they'll do kicks and kickoffs or yeah, but not, sometime a punter will have kickoff experience. Not our guy, not the not fake Bill Burr. Burr. Not no. the fake Bill Burr. Not, not Bill fake Burr. Bill Burr. He's I'm like how do you not have kickoff experience? Right. Or even just do it in practice. What do you do all yeah. day? Just to go out you gotta there. you got to be the back. you got to be the emergency. Yeah, you can't be a running punt? back from Wisconsin. Like the tight end. Some tight ends are like the fourth string or fifth string emergency quarterback. We know McCaffrey's would do that in San Francisco. If everyone gets hurt like they did in the title game. The punter can't be the backup kicker. My daughter goes, he, he, my daughter said, has there ever been a kicker with, uh, <laughs> no, what did she say? She goes, who's the guy? No. Who's the guy? I don't know if it was Snacks or my daughter says, who's the guy with the dreadlocks who's kicking? <laughs> and I said, yeah, that's not the normal kicker. Usually the kickers don't. I can't think of one kicker that had dreadlocks. This is ugly. Dusty Baker announces that Davis Mills will start a quarterback. Yeah, that's for the not. Texans I saw that. Week. I saw that. That's awful. Stop that. Dusty Drew. did not announce that no Davis Mills is going to start next week after a five touchdown, 470 yard performance by Yiner no, Diaz. I mean, CJ Stroud. But Levy Smith did say last year, you, you're you going to thank me later for this. And you know after what? beating the Colts. He said, he did say, you're going to thank me later. You're going to thank me later. And you know what? We are thanking him. Thank you, Lovey. Th- thank you, Lovey Baker. We appreciate you. All right, we're breaking. Lovey Baker. <laughs> we're breaking here. Someone thinks. Oh, wow. Why would you do that to Dusty? Put some respect on his name. What are you, a 30-year-old blogger? And, uh, I didn't do it. Are you just a 30-year-old blogger and tweeter? Just, listen, Have you seen Dusty's new thing? Dusty, I'm thinking the, Dusty right now. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the Rockets. And Dusty blamed a big reason why he – did you see this? No, what? A big reason that he said he wanted to shut it down was because of Twitter and bloggers. Yeah, yeah no, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you did see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got the sound. We and people it. like I you. I we played it. We didn't play it last night. No, I don't no, think we got we it. Play. It just came out this uh, weekend. Uh, all right, we're going to break it here. But first, Lance, you, my friend, are going to be talking about your patio. Well, or your I, wife slept. My wife got to experience the patio on Saturday night. I thought that was nice for her. Oh, I, I forgot. I've got a, uh, I've got a Nicole story. Too. She's in the car right now, probably excited about what you're going to say uh, if she's listening. I know Mason's driving this morning to school. Uh, yeah, so she spent some time on the patio Saturday and got to experience it. She loved it so much. She slept out there for a little bit. And uh, I've done the same thing. I've I've laid out there. I watched TV while I was out there. I laid down and watched TV. I didn't sleep with a blanket and a pillow. Um, but, yeah, that was – I've had plenty of time out on the patio. Loved it. The weather's been great. Uh, obviously, the grilling today, we're doing salmon. I think we usually do that in the – in the uh, oven, although I want to grill that. But this weekend, I've got fajitas that I'm making. I've got those uh, burgers from Pete's Fine Meats. We're going to be cranking up the new ones. And uh, I spend my time on the grill, whether I'm smoking or I'm using the gas grill. Uh, my refrigerator's stocked full of drinks, and I'm ready to go. The Texas Custom Patio outdoor living spaces are incredible. Kitchens, they can build kitchens for you, fire pits, fireplaces, areas where you can sit, natural stone, and granite countertops, uh, it, it, it's amazing what they're able to do. I can't put into words what it's going to look like. Simply go to the website, texascustompatios.com. I want you to see it for yourself because you can turn an average home, just like I have, into a backyard oasis. I'm not even joking. Go look at the before and afters, and I think you'll see what could be possible in your life. Those 
And those finance rates, those APR rates are very high, rather the uh, the uh, mortgage rates, and it's a chance for you to just build what you want at TexasCustomPatios.com. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. I don't get it. There are things in this world that we will never fully understand. Understand. Currently, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert, the other an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. What a great week. By the way, there's so much to talk about. So much to talk about. Um, we told people to call in. So, Dave, let's get him in here before we talk about the Rockets. But we got Cougars to talk about. Texas. A&M. Um, there's so many, so many storylines. LSU, Alabama with Nick Saban. <laughs> and all kinds of stuff to talk about from the weekend. It was a great sports weekend. Let's get Dave in here. Hey, Dave. Hey, good morning, guys. Um. Hey, listen, I just want to – I was wondering what, in, what type of grade did Lance put on uh, C.J. Stroud coming out? Because I remember – you know, I, 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 and it's not in hindsight. I, I, I want to say it was his junior year where in the Rose Bowl, I mean, you, you could see that he was a great passer, especially deep balls, and, and it just continued. And it seemed like the only knock against him was that he was an Ohio State quarterback. I, I could never understand why he wasn't the number one uh, uh, I don't know, prospect, as, as opposed to Bryce being so small and so short. And yeah, he played at Alabama, but I, I I never saw the greatness, especially when you got a knock against you, where C.J. Stroud, to me, was, was top. Go go back and look at that game in the Rose Bowl when he was junior and see how great he was. Okay, I'm going I'm to I'm hang up and listen. Yeah, I gave him a 6.7, which is pretty high. Um, a 67... Is um, year one starter and very well. They they don't have everything here they're supposed to, but it's a uh, very has a chance to be a very good NFL quarterback and will be a year one starter. Well, what'd you give uh, Bryce? A six eight, slight, okay. slightly above. I said two year starter from a program with a high octane offense, known for creating high level production opportunities for quarterbacks. Stroud's accuracy stands out on tape. He's able to lead receivers with good placement and makes on-frame throws to targets on all areas of the field. The question now is how quickly he will acclimate outside of the Ohio State scheme. Stroud didn't often attack defenses with his legs, but if he can become a more willing runner, he will be able to extend drives rather than feeling forced into more challenging decision-making situations. NFL teams will have to balance what they saw on tape from Stroud during the season versus what they saw in the college football playoffs against Georgia where he shined against their impressive collection of pro prospects. If he did it once, he can do it again, and grading the flashes for Stroud might make the most sense. I don't think I missed on that. Doesn't hesitate to attack with his throws, has the arm strength to air out the deep ball toward the sideline with accuracy, played the game of his career against the college football's best, showed willingness to extend and make plays outside the pocket against Georgia, finds his way back to platform when th- when he's moving his feet, tape shows ability to get through progressions, enough arm talent, to pump, reset, and then release the most naturally accurate top-tier quarterback in the draft, puts it on frame, allowing receivers to catch and stride and keep rolling, showed maturity maturity as a game manager at times during O2 season. His his weaknesses were stuff like labors to get feet squared when rolling out, hesitates to use his legs, uh, 
his hesitance to u- his hesitance to use his legs can put a cap on his success rate. Big problem that Ohio State fans had is on zone reads he would never pull it and run. Even and everyone knew he just he didn't want to leave the pocket. And then he did against Georgia. You watch enough college football, both of you do, to know that like CJ made himself a stationary pocket in the in the um, he made him a stationary. He said he was paid pocket. to throw. When they when these yeah. questions were raised about him, he said, "I'm not paid to run. I'm paid yeah, to throw." Yeah, and it's such a it's such a it's such a fallacy. Just extend. It, it's just being a quarterback means doing whatever's necessary, and he he does that now. I said needs a clear scan for potential pressure points near the line of scrimmage. That means recognizing blitz. He still has some issues from time to time. Needs to to play with better recognition and respect for the safeties. Inconsistent activating lower body torque to drive his throws. Interceptions arise when he refuses to come off his primary target. That was his tape. Um, one of the things that he's done a much better job of is he doesn't stare down primary targets as much anymore. The second thing is he's a much better play extender. That Georgia game is what we see now. That's who he is. The rest of the tape, don't get don't rewrite history. He he was he was an above average quarterback his his last season at Ohio State. But he wasn't, he wasn't great. He had real struggles in certain games. And then the Georgia game, he was phenomenal. phenomenal. And was that's up. against the best talent. That's against NFL talent. And that's why my last sentence is, you know, if, if he did it once, he can do it again. And grading the flashes for Stroud might make the most sense. I didn't think it would happen this fast. I mean, it's, he's, it's, he's it's ridiculous. rare for a rookie quarterback to happen this fast. But I had a good grade on Stroud. It's just... You just had to trust that the Georgia game was what you were going to see moving forward. And guess what? Man, that's what you're seeing. Yep. All right. Um, 713-780-3776 is the number. How about them Rockets? A couple of things. They jumped out early. Listen, Dylan Brooks has been fantastic. Dylan Brooks has been their best player this year. It's not even – Dylan Brooks, is, it's not even arguable. He's a two-way player. He's been fantastic. On both ends of the floor, he's shooting lights out, which we didn't think he could do. There he's got, got a, a three-point shot that's like, what is going on? He has been fa- fabulous. Dylan Brooks has been terrific, terrific, terrific. And and is this who he is? Though I mean, did the Rockets just find a diamond in the rough from an offensive standpoint? With Dylan, or is he going to regress to the mean a little bit? Uh, probably, he's not going to be this. Famous. Well, he's not going to shoot no, this well like for this. three. But, I mean, is he going to – did they maybe – because, you know, Daryl used to find guys who would end up doing way more than they did with their teams. Is there a chance that's what Rafael Stone has done here? Or uh, Udoka? No, it would be Rafael Stone. Uh, yeah. Well, no, it would be both, right? Did they have Udoka when they made that? Yes. They, they, yeah, they didn't – When they made that free agency? After agent the draft? Move? Or, yeah, the free agency started well after Udoka. Oh, yeah, Udoka. That's yeah. right. Udoka was there for the draft. Yeah. And, and something else that they did. Did you see how they started the second half? Like, they were awful. Mm-hmm. Awful. And they could come out, and that used to be they couldn't overcome that. And in the fourth quarter, they just said, oh, yeah, yeah, we can, and we will. And they did. They, they were just pitiful to start the second half. They were stuck on 64 for about, it's ridiculous. I'm looking at the play-by-play right here. They were stuck on sixty on, on sixty four points from. Oh my goodness! It was a fifteen to twelve quarter. Yeah, the Kings stumped. fifteen. <laughs> what so an awful here's quarter the of basketball! They scored twelve points in the quarter, but yeah. they only gave up fifteen. Yeah. So with ten oh nine, 
with 10.09 left, they scored. Jabari Smith made a uh, five-foot dunk. 10.09. They did not score again until 3.08. Until, excuse me, 2.59. 10.09 to two Seven minutes without a point. Seven-plus minutes. And yet they still were very much in the game because of how they played defense, which was something they didn't do last last year. And then secondly, in the fourth quarter, they just said, uh, you know what, that's, that's over, and watch us shoot now. And they shot lights out. So big ups to the Rockets, winning two straight games. They, it, without, now, no De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, but the Kings had two days off. I was thinking, did, it become, did they just shut down second half because of dead legs? But no, they hadn't played since Wednesday, came in on Saturday. The Rockets just turned it up defensively. And I think we should take Rockets wins and just, yeah. Less, no caveats. If they're going to beat a team who made the playoffs, sure, without their best player, take it. And yeah, they, and no, they, no, no, no. They and, still got, they still got good players. Yeah, and they Monk. Got, yeah, and Sabonis. And they've got the they got the Kings tonight. I don't think Fox is playing this one too. So the Rockets got a chance to uh, win their third in a row and get to and get to five hundred. And how about the way? Yeah, the way that they they you know they shot forty six percent, thirty six. They they scored they scored enough. They only turned the ball over eleven times, which was nice. Uh, very nice. And you know what? They uh, rebounded. They out-rebounded them by 10. They just played better. They just played better. And it's interesting to see what this team becomes because you mentioned Dylan Brooks being their best player, which is a surprise. Jabari Smith had a nice game. Uh, the one guy who – it's five games, but Jalen Green didn't play, at least didn't shoot the ball well. He hasn't shot the ball well all year. So the question will be – with the added wing players, does he kind of fade, or does he find a way to to kind of take a step where everyone thinks he should be? Yeah. Because the Rockets have enough, at least as, as it it seems that they don't have to lean on him, and he and they won't have to go to him if he continues to struggle. But so I'm worried about this a little bit that fans are going to start turning on Jalen. I've already seen it happen. Yes. And look, Jalen's not great. Jalen has not been great, but Jalen's got to get used to structure. He didn't have structure when he was. In AAU, he didn't have structure when he was in G League Elite or whatever it was. He didn't have structure. He didn't have much structure with with Steven Silas. None. This is going to take a lot of. This is discipline. This is structure. This is a guy who's more demanding. This is going to take time for him to get used to as a young man. Like this is a completely different thing for him. I think the big mistake would be giving up on Jalen Green or starting to put labels on him. And here's why. Name another guy that's that explosive off the dribble that can create for himself whenever he can get to the rim whenever he wants. That's to, what basically. makes the the potential and the, so appealing that he can go get you a bucket. Almost appears like whenever he it's a he pretty wants good because finisher of, too. because of his ability, um, it just hasn't translated into efficiency this year. But like I said, it's only five games. But it yeah. is interesting to see where you have a legitimate cohort and, and a guard in Van Fleet that you have to respect. And if Dylan Brooks, whatever he regresses to, that's another player you, you can lean on. Where he fits in, as opposed to yeah. being an isolator who gets his shots up whenever he wants, he has to, to find to his way. To team's detriment, yep. though. Yep. All right, we're breaking it because we what got... What did you learn this week? What did yeah? you learn this week? We got a lot of learning. I know you tried to troll me during Did the... you learn that Dave Doran is him? No. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't actually because that game. Did was, you learn that Mario is? Did you? I, I did you knew, learn that Van Dyke is him? I already knew in both those regards that Mario and Van Dyke are who I thought they were. <laughs> Nothing that happened on Saturday night was a 
ex- expounded my horizons. I knew did, who they did are. Did you know that Tua was who he is? Thank you. Good night. Beat it. I, I learned that that defense is actually pretty no good longer. now. You're out of the MVP race. Beat it. Okay. Is Pat Mahomes in it? Or yeah. is- Pat Mahomes is right there square in the yeah, middle of it, along out, with CJ. Getting shut out in the second half. Along with CJ. Time for you, Lance. We got. What did you learn this weekend in one sentence? So you go, let's go. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Get it ready. Get in here, and as soon as somebody gets off, you can get in. But right now, underdog. I learned that if you make deposits, and you know, basketball season's here. We just were talking about it. I know a lot of you are playing your uh, uh, your 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 pick'em challenges there with the NFL. Are you not doing it with basketball? Because basketball and there's some of you who may have been hesitating and say well I hear you talk about the pick em thing the daily fantasy all that but I'm not really a big football person I'm basketball good they do it for basketball as well you can get your daily tournaments in with basketball but the one that people are really jumping on right now is that pick em challenge what happens is if you use my promo code lance that activates a special opportunity for you to and this is actually guaranteed they're going to match your initial deposit up to $500. It used to be up to $100. Now it's up to $500 is what they're going to do. And then what happens? Well, they're going to give you a special uh, bonus pick, pick a uh, um, mystery, which is they're going to have a stat there for you, and you can go higher or lower on that one. And if you pick it right, it's going to be either one that is very easy to win or it's going to be one that boosts your chances of winning even more. Did you know that if you pick higher or lower correctly for anywhere between two players and five players, you have to pick between two and five, you will have a chance to win as much as 20 times. You pick all five of them correctly, 20 times your original play. You're getting three times your original play just for picking two correctly. It's my good friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code Lance. You must be in a state where Underdog operates. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, See website for complete details. Uh, if you believe you have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLING.ORG or call 1-800-GAMBLER or go to ncpgambling.org. Get over here! ESPN 97.5, the only Houston sports station with a bidet. The red sun rises. Blood has been spilled this night. Excellent. All right, what did you learn this weekend in one sentence? 713-780-3776. I'm going to start it. I'm going to start. So, Drake introduced his father, Lance. Oh, I thought you meant the musical artist. No, Drake. Same. Lance's son introduced his father. Ovo. To say the prayer before the. What? I don't want him to embarrass himself. Ovo, not Ovo. October's very own. Yeah, Ovo, not Ovo. Why are we saying V? Oh, OVO? OVO. Well, no, I say OVO. Well, because you're not cool. No, OVO is what the cool people say. OVO <laughs> is like 2015. Stop it. OVO. OVO. October's very own. Not OVO. Go, go on. OVO. Go okay. on. Okay, I just learned that when it says OVO. <laughs> Terrible. But but I learned when Drake announced that his dad always says the prayer before meals. And said the prayer before the meal at the, the, the reception. The meals, yeah. Mm-hmm. This that, is not one sentence, by the way. That somebody in the crowd, namely his wife, had some ugly words not about Not Drake's that. wife. No. Lance's wife had some ugly things to say about that, mm-hmm. about that statement that Drake made. So, so you don't always say the prayer? Uh... Oh, I said, I said, really? Yesterday I told her, I said, when was the last time you did at a Thanksgiving 
or Christmas. I'm the one who started everyone going to church. I said, that wasn't what was said. When's the last time I didn't mm. say the big prayer? Well, she was wrong. There were some she ugly, got a little ugly, ugly words. There said. was also a it, lot during of the, campaign. During the prayer. Oof. Yeah, during the prayer. Christ wept. <laughs> Forgive, did he say, forgive her father for she know not what she do? I was saying that later at the at later in the night <laughs> to your dad. You said that to your dad about her. No. I was saying uh, it's just yeah. I said it to the to oh the big man, the big man. I oh, said big forgive man. her yeah. father. All she knows father. she knows okay. not where she sleeps. Oh, <laughs> well, that's uh, another story. Let's get some call. Let's go. It starts with Doctor Trey. Doctor Trey, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? Hey, double right, fellas. Uh, hey, man, I, I just when the game is on the line, I learned that. Jack still does not have the mental fortitude to stay inbound to convert the two-point conversion or to throw it into the end zone. You freaking idiot. Okay. Bro, the Cowboys found a billion ways to lose that game. Well, the, they the were, refs were one of them. Yeah, well, that didn't the help. The refs were terrible. They didn't help. They didn't help the Cowboys the at Cowboys all. the Cowboys were the better team there, and they yeah. still couldn't win. Multiple opportunities, yep. they couldn't find a win. Yep. Matt, what would you learn this weekend in one sentence? Hey, I learned this weekend that the Texans are, uh, we have too much time on the clock quarterback, and I like it. Yeah, you leave too much time on the clock for, we have a quarterback that you left too much time on the clock With for. With 46 seconds. Yeah. But you did have two timeouts. Yeah, no, Even you had still. one. No, you had two. You took two, are you two sure? right away. First Dalton Schultz catches, two yeah. timeouts. Yes. Oh, yeah, because yeah. he. Yeah. First two catches. Really? The yeah. second one? Two, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they, they, with the Noah Brown catch, they had to go up and spike it. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, we did. You got a quarterback where you, how about that? Where the other team says, we, we left, left CJ too much. too much time? Wow. Uh, Ryan, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? Hey, fellas, good morning. Uh, I learned that it's rare, but rarely, but sometimes you got to roll out your second running back to kick a field goal. You know yeah. what? Sometimes you do. And Fairbairn's had a really good season. But Second, at some point. About our fourth running back. Yeah, he's a special teams running back. Yeah. He's a guy who just pretty much just plays teams. Yes. Yeah. He's not your second. He's No. Well, yesterday he may have been. No. Because Pierce was out. Who was Boone. the second one? Oh, yeah. Mike Boone. Yeah. Third down. Yeah, he's your fourth running he's back. Your fourth running back. He's <laughs> really just a special teams guy at this well, point. Now he really is. Yes. Now he's, he's your kicker, too. On top of everything else. Jay, what did you Did he learn? get a game ball, you think? I bet he got a yeah, game well, ball. Yes, he absolutely did. I think D'Amico called him the player of the game, which is... <laughs> oh, CJ Stroud's like, hey, I'll never do this is again. This, <laughs> is this Belichick and Brady? I'm not kidding. Wait a minute. I like to. Uh, I'm not kidding. He was never... Brady was never player of the week. I'd uh, like to recognize Matthew Slater. <laughs> yeah. He just... You just came back from 28-3 to to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, but what about Matthew Slater? He's a gunner. I love him. He uh, did not allow any uh, returns. He got down and covered every kick. They weren't able to jam him. How do you think we got such great field position? Complimentary football flipped the field. <laughs> Jay, what'd you learn this weekend? It once no one knows how to bring down a locker room. I learned that Dusty Baker just announced David Mills will start for the Texans next game. Oh, see, we already we heard that one. Yeah, we did. We did, did that. you tweet that already? Did that you was tweet Drew's. that? Was no. that yours? Somebody else Drew's. already tweeted it. And we already said it. You Jeff. used Drew's but tweet. Just, you, you learned that this morning. It was a funny one when it, we first. Started. I learned that you're a bit stealer. <laughs> Jimmy, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? Hey guys, uh, so if you're at the company or a church picnic, 
uh, there's a volunteer behind the grill. Just make sure you check their credentials because you'll discover a new flavor. A new flavor of barbecue called uh, lighter fluid. I didn't get all that. Uh, it some, sounds like gotta, something I needed to hear yeah, fully. You because check her. Apparently someone didn't do great on the co- at the company barbecue and the, the food tastes like lighter fluid. Oh, uh, she okay. was just lighter fluid check and all the who's on the on the barbecue yeah, yeah. yeah the lighter fluid is just a start and you just yeah, back the, away and let it burn out you gotta let it burn. you don't like all right ready oh, to yeah. cook no. uh lenny what'd you learn this week in one sentence good morning guys i learned that it would probably be a good idea for clayton Coon to keep his resume updated have a good one clayton Toon struggled yesterday in the game he was, he was yeah, no, terrible. Well, they put they put him in a bad spot. You mean playing quarterback in the NFL? No, or playing well, against Jim Schwartz the Cleveland and the Browns. Well, you and you're going to start me. Well, the quarterbacks the, hurt. What do you want to do? The quarterback wasn't hurt. They traded Josh Dobbs. Oh yeah. Okay, well, what? This, this is, is this is your big chance, your opportunity. Bump, bump, bump. This is mom's. He and, just threw up mom's spaghetti or whatever. And Josh Dobbs goes and wins the game for the Vikings. And Clayton Toon is like, I'm playing the Browns. Why did you do that? <laughs> uh, Justin, they had a comeback win, by the way. Justin, what did you learn this week out of one sentence? I learned that you really can't pick on one corner to come back to a victory. Number 24 got worked. To get, to, well, Tank just worked everybody. I mean, Tank worked both sides of the field, though. Yeah. Of course, Nico had the slant. And it just, he just worked everybody, bro. When you're playing and he's too deep and Tank is still going deep on you and Noah Brown. What about the block that Tank threw on the Noah Brown? Touchdown? Oh, my gosh. Holy Great. crap. Great. It, it doesn't go if he doesn't make yeah, that block. That was, doesn't go. He gets forced out of bounds. Tank offered up the cross body block that sprung the long touchdown. Cool. I, that's a great pickup because yeah. that was a. Uh, that play was huge. I wonder if Tank got a game ball for that. Tank got a game ball for that block he made. Did he kick if an extra point Belichick? or a field goal? He didn't kick I'd any like extra to, points. So I'd out. like to uh, recognize Tank Dell for making a block on the perimeter game ball. Bill, what like, about for the, the two touchdowns, the game winner? No, you heard what I said. It's complimentary football. You uh, play for your teammates. Three phases. <laughs> Tony, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? I learned that there's no game total low enough to take the over in an Iowa game. Oh, my God. 10 to 7. 30 and a half. I thought, this is, you know what? This is it. New offense coordinator, this is this it. This is it. At halftime, 0-0. Zero, zero. No, he's still their offensive coordinator. Not until the end of the year. He's gone. Did you see? That's, that's why. That's my mistake. <laughs> my mistake. Brian Ferentz is still their coordinator. At the bottom, when they talk about, like, what does Iowa have to do to win? <laughs> the one of them said Kirk Ferentz score points. Yeah. That was it was zero to zero at the no, half. No. That's impossible in college football. No, ten to seven final. You're right. You're right. You can't put a low enough. I mean, what if they put if they put eighteen down? You have you to, still. You have to put it in like that. Has to be a twenty six. Oh my gosh. TDK, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? I learned that if you stumble around drunk at the Renaissance while camping, you will walk into a tent and see nothing but elbows and wrinkled pennies. Oh, my goodness. Wow. 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 Stumble Don't around stumble. enough. Don't stumble and find out. Stumble around and find out. <laughs> I like that. La Raza. 
¿Qué pasó, mi hijo? Johnny Hufflepuff, Lance Slytherin, Delvin Gryffindor. Delvin Gryffindor. Gentlemen, good morning. Para tres. Gentlemen, you are a bunch of wizards. <laughs> I love winning. We are winners. He said wizards. Winners. Wait, you're a bunch of wizards. I, I thought like we were too. witnesses. No, we're not it's watching funny. LeBron. No, <laughs> we're not watching La Raza. Hey, gentlemen, good morning. I just wanted to say I learned over the weekend that out of all the Ohio State quarterbacks ever chosen on a draft, CJ Stroud is the truth, and Dell's cousin, Dare Olagolale, is the yeah. kicker for the Texans. He's not my that. cousin. Kim Folk was he, kicking yesterday, Dell. Kim he's Folk was kicking. He is kind of. It's not my no, cousin. No, no, a little bit. Mm, then Hakeem Olajuwon is my cousin. Yes. No. Yes. Wait, no? Why? Yes. Why? Your last name started with the same letter. Bam Adebayo is my cousin. Let's name all Ola the Nigerian Lele. guys. Oh, yes. Gunduwale. Yeah. Yeah. That's your cousin. Yeah. Lay. No. Oh, it starts with Ola O and ends with a lay? He's your cousin. Does it start with an mm. O and end with a lay? Yes. Yes. That's, That's not how names well, yours work. Lay, but it it's is similar. Uh, and finally, Tom. We got a Tom sighting. Tom, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? I learned you have a good wing woman when she will get other women to flash for you. Oh, my God. You're the best wing woman. No. Oh. Other women to flash for you? You have the best That's wing woman. That's ugly. That, let's, what? It's a football weekend. What do you mean? And we're what? flashing. Wait, what? You what? can't get Who flashed? Who is this? Oh, company John's it's back. It's a football weekend. Company man John's back. We won a big game. On the clock, we no more flashing. flashing. Company John is back but Monday. You know Monday. what Tom brings to the here. table? You know what Tom brings to the table? I know what table. Tom brings to the table. I know. He's trying to just tell you what, what's what. Uh, that's a good wing woman. It is kind of a good wing woman. Absolutely. She gets girls to do that, and she can get girls to do a lot of stuff. Okay? <laughs> right? I right mean, I guess, sure. Uh, I'm not sure how great her game is, but yeah, that's on the that table. Sounds like, seems like. All right, that was good. What did you learn this weekend in one sentence? When we come back, we uh, get hear more from our Houston Texans in that win. And we got all kinds of stuff, too. We got, uh, but bottom of the hour is when we get ship talk, right? Yeah, we got, we got, we got something from Lane Kiffin. Of course we do. We have something from Nick Saban, Corey Seager, unfortunately. Corey Seager, but it was a bar. Yeah, so a cop. A, yeah, a cop <laughs> calling it. Not our cop. No, uh, but a cop calling it about the Cowboys to so a Philadelphia radio station. So we got plenty. Dabo, we got Dabo. Dabo talking snapping ship. back. Yeah. By the way, I thought he, he might ship. like. I thought he might back it down a little bit. No, he didn't back it down. Not at all. You know what? You're if you're backing it down because of your knee, you need QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, don't back it down. My wife just mentioned. Oh, my gosh, they just ran the New York Marathon. The New York Marathon was yesterday. Brought back a lot of great memories uh, for her and for me. I love watching her run marathons. Love it. Um, there is food and drinks being had while I'm, you know, going from place to place and on a train usually. Wherever she's running, I get it just it's very, very easy. Here in Houston, you have to drive around. But she loves running marathons. I, I love following her around. We turn them into events and it's a lot of fun, but we thought it was over. I know I did, and I think she did too after the Boston Marathon. The knee just couldn't hold up. She had severe issues with it and kind of just passed on all the other marathons, thought it was it, and she said, you know, I'd really like to run Berlin. I, I was qualified twice, and I mean, I'd, I'd gotten places twice. We've had to defer. I'd really love to run Berlin. I got her over to QC Kinetics, and 
she went through a multi-step process to try to work on the knee and it, you know, it really helped. She was, she got out there, started running again. She had more mobility in the knee. It's a, the process is regenerative medicine and the regenerative process takes the body's healing power and then really just puts it back into the joints after they concentrate it and it starts to regrow tissue. It starts to generate damaged tissue and it makes it so much easier for you to reduce the pain. So you don't have to take shots, get surgeries, have the drug, you know, the painkillers and the downtime. Make sure you see my friends over at QC Kinetics. That's QCKinetics.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here, your family. Look at our family now. 